0: And welcome into the barbershop nine one eight. You up in here with your man, Big Drew.
1: Big Drew,
0: y'all got to get it together. I'm sorry, <laughs> J Rock. Boom. And the one and only, the one and only Raw Dog. <laughs> We got You gotta love it. Uh, we got a jam packed show for you today, packed with jam and packed with jam, baby. I'm gonna just say all his parts ahead of time. <laughs> See, that's Patty right there, bro. That's messed up. All right, we have no idea what we're going to give you today because we did no show prep, but we do know our show goes like this. We got the world-class word on the street. We got a hood debate that I'll make up in the middle of everything, and we're going to talk NFL talk. So let's go ahead and get it on right now with the world-class word on the street.
1: All right, let me take my glasses off so I can see. Word uh... <laughs> right on the street. This is sweet <laughs> one. Whew. Did you did you catch
2: him say? Let me take my glasses off so I can see.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes. I did hear him on the audio That's podcast. Dumb. Say
2: that. that was pretty <laughs> dope, wasn't it? It's I mean, you, you more... are above your time. You are you you are before your time, sir. Yeah, dude, I, that was very Morris Day like,
1: wasn't it? yes Yes, yes, I agree. Well, brother, thank you, you very much.
0: Brother, you was wrong for saying that, but it's okay. And no, Jay- but bro- no, 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 brother. You wrong. First of all, you don't know what you're talking about, brother. So that's why you wrong. Jay, you was wrong for co uh co-signing this, okay? Oh, right. my, my bad. I just I just want to get a music news. That's all I want to do, Go sir. Go for it, Jay.
2: All right. Uh uh this week in the Billboard charts, uh coming in at number 10. Little Nas X with his seven AP. Number nine is Bage Brown with his indigo album. Number six, uh, the woman that is stalking me on social media right now, Lizzo, because I love you. Coming in at number six. Liz- number five, Liz- Hey, I don't know. I, I told her I was married with kids, and she's still, still in my Im- inbox. Well, I, thought, but, uh, I thought Jill Scott was was, was was tracking you down. What happened? Well, you see, she's crazy, so you know I had to block her as well.
0: Hey, man. Speaking uh, of that. Speaking of that, have y'all heard? From Terrence Howard lately,
2: I see he's walking no, right around that. Uh, I can't wait to watch Empire tonight because he's wearing that Jamaican uh, wig,
0: yeah, that's or a, dreads I like or whatever. My
1: dreads, man.
0: <laughs> Tyler Perry, no, had no, some man. In, he had some input on that one. Yeah, that, that was for Shamar no, Moore, no, but he gave it to Terrence no, Howard. I like
1: my dreads, man. <laughs> 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 I'm dope,
2: we got. Man. Uh, Young Thug at number four with So Much Fun. And the number one album in America is Hollywood's Bleeding by America's New Great White Hope, Post Malone. And that is the Billboard charts for the week.
0: It ain't going to stop. Man, you wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) All right, man. I'm feeling
1: extra chipper today, man. I'm feeling extra chipper today. I can't even explain it.
0: That's all right. Hey, so what you got, J Rock? Uh, as far is that it for music news?
2: Uh, Kanye West is releasing a new album this Friday, along with the baby, who's releasing his second album, Kurt, this weekend. It is. Have y'all, have y'all seen
0: his uh,
1: this, his Sunday service on uh,
0: online? Hey, the one in Atlanta, I thoroughly enjoyed, man. Like, I listened to it twice, It was actually. nice, wasn't it? It was good. That was it one was of the really best nice, ones. wasn't it? I liked the one in Chicago, but the one in Atlanta, it just it felt like it flowed a whole lot better, man. I liked it a lot.
1: I yeah. love the one in Chicago because, obviously, you yeah. know, I'm from Chicago. But I liked when he came on and he said, this is my city. <laughs> he said, so I don't need no uh, security. And he said, let's just let everybody get out of my way so I can get to the States. I'm like, that's how you do it. He actually made me like him again, although I do I do think, you know, he got a little ways to go.
0: Yeah. you going to make
1: America great again,
0: right? You're going to listen to it. Now, is this new album gospel, or is it going to be just a mainstream album?
1: Gospel album. If, not, if it wasn't gospel, that would be
0: hilarious. It would be. <laughs> and it would still, <laughs> he would have found a way to get the black audience back. And still support him because people gonna listen. And so but here's yeah. what I'm curious is how many of his white uh listeners are going to actually listen because he's not doing like so for example, Justin Bieber's out doing uh Christian music, but you know, that's a whole different like Kanye's doing gospel, like he's doing black music, you know. So I wonder who's gonna listen to this because the consensus that black people don't like gospel music doesn't sell well. So it'd be interesting to see who, who uh,
1: this. I, I think Kanye can pull it off yeah. because uh, of his um, his sensibilities on the musical side yeah he just finds a way to whatever he puts his hands in on the musical side on the producing side he finds a way to make it dope so he's found a way to make I mean not that gospel wasn't dope to begin with but he's found a way to kind of inject some a little bit of energy of you know a lot of gospel artists probably ain't feeling that you know because he's He's putting a lot of quote unquote secular stuff in, into some gospel. You know what I mean? And, and, oh, they and do it too. That's, that was always. Yeah, yeah, well, they do, but that's always been made fun of. You know, it's always been ridiculed when you do that.
0: Yeah. Because I put to you like this. You know what I mean? It's a whole generation of people who probably wouldn't have known Jesus if it wasn't for Kirk Franklin Stomp. You know, or. Through that. Know, <laughs> and it was the one thing that kind of, when your granny give you that, you know, like play that one, she, she's excited because she can play a song that you would like too. So, I think mm-hmm. I think this is this is good. Like, but let me ask you this, Jay. If Kanye does great numbers, I'm talking like great numbers that on that level what we would say is platinum or whatever, and he does this in that genre, would you then put him in a category of saying like, "Yo, this dude really is top 10. He is currently top 5 or whatever." Would you, you know, would we have to return him to this conversation of being one of the greatest? uh to do it
2: in my opinion he never left that he's always been a great musician to me the other stuff with donald trump and the slavery was a choice that was not outside of the musical touch of him i've never taken him out of my spot as the top 10 artist it's always been for the other stuff musically he's been great to me
0: i just hear a car in your background I'm sorry.
2: You said somebody pooted in the background. What's going on?
0: I, I did poot. Um, <laughs> Just almost... nasty. <laughs> Brother, you're wrong. Brother, you're wrong for rolling down that window. You said you had air conditioning, <laughs> but you don't. Brother, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> Brother, you're wrong. You know better. I had a loogie. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway. so anyway, let's move on to the movies, if y'all don't
0: mind. Yeah, go for it, boss.
1: All right. So uh the box office results from last weekend. Uh at number five is that one flick everybody's been talking about, Hustlers with J Lo, Cardi B, uh yeah, J Lo and Cardi B. And some some other people in there, but it's basically J Lo and Cardi B. And they said that J Lo's actually getting some Oscar buzz off of it, which is what? odd that he she
0: would to get Oscar buzz <laughs> off of playing a stripper. What? Are huh? you serious? What? what happened? Who said that yeah, there's Oscar Buzz what, dude? No. Seriously. No. Seriously. This is one of those Lies, times. Where, I promise you. This is one of those times where I've never said this to you, but you lying, brother. You're wrong for coming on the show <laughs> no. without fact checking, brother. You're wrong. All
1: right, go- Google it, sir. I'm good. Google it and tell me if you don't if you don't find Oscar buzz for J Lo. Seriously, seriously. So, brother, you're wrong for questioning my facts. It's it's out there. All right. Yeah,
0: I'm good. And number
1: four is It Chapter 2. Uh It was number one and it dropped to number four. Made 17 mil. At number three, new flick, Rambo Last Blood. Mm. I'm really I'm really hoping this is the last one. Nah, it ain't. Hey, Sylvester Stallone, like 83 years old. He is. Dude, Sylvester Stallone is ancient, bruh. I mean, no. No hating on his age, but my goodness. And I heard this one is not a good flick. They said it's just straight up
0: violent and that's all it is. Okay. That's number three. Hold oh. on, another slit that not What? That sounds what? good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great. That was what? really good. Like you said, it's just what? straight violence. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, uh, to men. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to the movies and watch it. I might want to watch it at the house. No, okay.
1: But they said it's very, it's very similar to like the seventies grindhouse kind of movie. No, okay. Which I kind of dig. So I might like it. But I'm not gonna go to the movies and see it. And number two. Well, 19 mil is Ad Astra. Is that the one with uh, Brad Pitt in it? I think that's the one yes, with Brad Yes, Brad Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I know about that one. And then number one, um, obviously, we didn't, you know, show up in numbers for this one, but some other folks did. Downton Abbey. <laughs> okay. With $31 million. I was <laughs> a slow weekend at the movies. It's
2: been a slow year since the Avengers came out. Let's just be honest.
1: Downton Abbey is number one, yo. Who is watching Downton Abbey? Who is? I know who I just, I just can't say. I know it's not us. <laughs> I wish I, I was, I wish your brother would go, yo, man, you've seen Down, Downtown Abbey? Yeah, that's, what, the, that's what I would now, say. <laughs> downtown Abbey. But first of all, it's not downtown, but you know. Now, coming out this Friday, I ain't a whole lot coming out, man. Only one worth it is, like, if you got your kids with you. You know, we all got kids now. Congratulations to J-Rock. We all got kids now. You want to take them to a movie that's that's cute, go take them to see Abominable. Uh, It's about the yeah, Abominable Snowman. And that's pretty much it. It's real cute, real sweet. It's got good music in it. It's the only thing worth watching. Everything else is... uh. Yeah, you might want to wait until it comes out on
0: video. But that's it for the movies, yo. All right. So as far as television, man, uh, and this is real personal, but I went ahead and signed up for Disney Plus early. I went ahead and paid my money now. Um, just wanted to throw that wow. out there because I'm getting i I'm I'm excited about it. All right. And I haven't seen everything on Disney, but I don't. I'm still excited. But uh, along the lines of streaming, Hulu has the show that I talked about last time we got together. Was the uh, the Wu-Tang show, man, and it is it's it's crazy because yeah. <laughs> to me, it's pretty good. I'm following it. It is kind of slow in different parts because, like, you know, I'm watching this with my son and my oldest son, and he's like, yo, I'm really getting tired of these non-Wu-Tang members talking. Like, he don't want any, he wants the, all the dialogue to be between Wu-Tang and not fictional characters that didn't really exist, and uh <laughs> <laughs> because like so for example like RZA in real life has like eight sisters or something right and so they kind of just condense mm-hmm. it down like all of them down to just one fictional sister you know what I'm saying and so well uh, that makes sense yeah and so so he's like yo so if this person doesn't exist these conversations and all this drama didn't happen so stop giving us these fake characters so but I mean outside of that like it ain't like a docu series you know what i'm saying like it's a it's a show to keep you entertainment. i think the Rizzas do, uh did a good job in producing it and putting it together and it's still keeping my attention in the last episode uh last week not this one that just dropped this week uh you got uh, Ghostface ghost face it method man and it was pretty good you know like they had you know showed what pretty much what local rap sounded like back then so um pretty good man uh that's my my one of my number one shows right now hey you guys y'all got y'all a couple of shows that y'all like to talk about what you got
1: well uh, um, mixed um premiered last night right before blackish
0: um, yeah. eh. mixed dish reviews it's gonna get eh. mixed uh, cancelled cancel this <laughs> eh. I,
1: I, I, cancel it it's some it's, um, well now granted this is just the first episode. And, and, and I like the fact that it's based in the 80s, because, you know, that's my that's my era. But, you know, it just it started off kind of slow. You know who plays uh, Rainbow's dad? Freaking Zach from Saved by the Bell.
2: I, I hate to say this, but every show that he touches gets canceled.
0: Well, and he was a replacement mm. because the guy from Workaholics was the dad in the pilot. Correct. And uh he pulled out because he knew it was it was a sinking ship. I'm just saying that, I don't know why he pulled out, but you know <laughs> he, Brother, you no,
2: he, he had another <laughs> he had another project, but uh maybe he's seen the writing on the wall
0: yeah so
1: well look i'm not i'm not I'm not you know killing it yet I, the first episode was a little, little little weak, but maybe it gets better. you know what I mean I mean Blackie's did something of strong a little weak in the beginning, and it got better. Um uh, brother then you then we're are wrong again right sir. After. Yeah, well, sir, no, brother you wrong for saying that I'm wrong. Um uh, The Blackish was a was a pretty decent episode. Uh It's amazing to see the kids are like all, you know, getting older, you know what I mean, especially like the twins. That's funny. Yeah. You know, makes me feel old and uh now, man, uh Pops Pops got married or he's getting married, which is yeah. pretty hilarious. Which I can't have
0: that. So what's beautiful about this, those are the two loudest women in Hollywood, period. Like, when you see both of them, you know what their voice sounds like. So I'm waiting on an episode where it's a sing-off or something because I know every time I see... Because it's Loretta Devine playing the uh, fiancé, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, anytime you see her face, you hear that voice. And anytime... So... You want to hear
2: something funny? Yeah. Both both of those characters, they play everybody's mama yes. in every black TV show. So if we were being honest, Loretta Devine could have been Jennifer Lewis mm-hmm. ever since uh, Black Hits it started, and Jennifer Lewis could have been the the, the girlfriend that uh, Pops was going to marry. And we yeah. wouldn't have known the difference because Loretta Devine and Jennifer Lewis plays everybody's mama on every black sitcom, Tyler Perry movie anything to do with, with uh, our culture, they're the mothers.
0: Yep. And you know what? And Jennifer Lewis in her book, um, uh, America's Black Mother, I think that's the name of it, but she says that much. And I, I listened to her book on a road trip once and she says just as much about, you know, about her because she has a history with Loretta Devine where they kind of did Broadway together and other things. So they both recognize that they, they kind of typecast into those roles and, it, and they just work with it instead of not working at all. So but yeah, I, I don't. Really... This for the
1: record, Jay. That wasn't very funny. I mean, you said you know what's funny. It didn't really make me laugh,
0: so. brother. You wrong for interrupting uh, with that so, statement. I'm sorry. You...
2: Yeah, ch- <laughs> check him, uh, 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 <laughs> Drew. Check him.
0: Put him in check. And now, uh, brother, you wrong for saying that I control this man. You know, he's a free black. <laughs> That's what you told me on the other episode. But you know, it's all good, brother. You wrong. What? See, you know what? <laughs> we are gonna wear this out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you can't go no wrong with that statement.
0: No, you can't. You can't. Brother, you're right.
1: <laughs> Brother, you're right. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, uh, I can't think of anything else, man, other than this is Empire's last season. Thank God.
0: Well, that wig that we talked about <laughs> earlier, it, it's the Tyler Perry special. It's like, and it, I don't know if it's just because it's Terrence Howard, but it's like, now, I don't know the timeline, so maybe y'all can explain this to me because I don't watch the show. Has enough time gone by since we've seen him that it would warrant that he would have that's about five to six years worth of growth, uh, for locks, if not more? And no, they seem very mature. I don't
1: know, I don't, I don't know, man. They told me to wear the wig, man. I'm wearing the wig, man. that's like, the storyline.
0: Yeah, I mean, has I, the look, I look forward to
1: the last
2: t- tonight <laughs> when I watch the episode.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sus. I'm suspicious. I don't know. Yeah, I'm done with. I was done with Empire like three seasons ago. Yeah, I'm
1: still mad it took Star off though. I was that, just that bothers the,
0: me. Just about to ask you, like, how you coping with no Star? Like, what do you, what do you turn into? Like, that was your weird soft core. You know, you love that stuff, and oh, I just watch. I watched Bring It On. Oh, no. Oh, what? What's that?
1: <laughs> you know how to bring it on, but you leading. A Chile movie? The movie? Well, That
0: yeah, Where with Gabrielle, Gabrielle uh, when she's forty yeah. pretending to be sixteen.
1: Yeah, she pulls it off though. Don't 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 say anything wrong about
0: Gabrielle, man. Okay. You gonna hurt you are gonna hurt my feelings. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Covered in that man's wife, brother. You wrong. Um, <laughs> 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 all right, let's. <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> Wow! Spe- speaking of brothers, but, speaking of brothers being wrong, it's not for us to talk about Antonio Brown. You knew we had to talk about him. Um, he is done. Yeah, he is. He gets the brother you wrong of the week. Um, yes,
1: we you know what we you 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 need to start at every show. No, brother, you the, the brother you wrong award. Who gets the brother you wrong
0: award? Well, this week is definitely Antonio Brown. So this whole thing. Yeah, he, go, you gotta you take it all the way back to him talking stuff about Mike Tomlin, which we all got this brother code where it's sort of like, hey man, don't talk about the black coach. And he does it right. So he gets his way out of Pittsburgh and then he goes over to you know, he goes over to the worst team in the league. He goes over to the Oakland Raiders and he ends up recording a conversation which is illegal in the state of California, puts John Gruden out there, calls the owner a cracker or the manager, the general manager at Cracker, and uh, punts the ball in front of him and and gets into a bunch of just ignorant disputes. Did all that to get released. Goes over to Robert Kraft and, and Tom Brady. And, they, you know, the Patriots ain't known for, like, just being the most honest team in the league, at least in my opinion. And um, he goes over there, and somehow I think he wouldn't have messed it up, but it was the second I don't even think it was the second sexual misconduct, uh, charge. I, you know, I don't even think it was that. I think it was the text messages he sent in regards to the young lady that seemed threatening. That was the part that they said, all right, now we finally get Robert Kraft said, now I got to cut you. So think about this, a man who got caught in a, in a part like he was getting, he was getting a happy ending. And he's the one cutting you for moral for like for sexual misconduct. You got cut by Robert Kraft. Brother, you wrong. That's how I feel about it. The Antonio Brown situation. Where are you guys? Man, this this?
1: guy. This guy. Have you, you pretty much broke down every stupid thing he's done in the last seven, eight, nine months. I mean, he, he's self-destructive, bro. Uh, he he's he's he is this generation's Terrell Owens. That's what he is. You know what I mean? And from what I heard, now he's going to school. Um, he's going back to college online, which is even crazier. You know, so I. I mean, you. you I tried to give the brothers a the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, you know, the thing that in Oakland. Okay, it happens. People have disagreements. Okay, well, he ends up in New England. Oh, he's got a shot. He might make it, you know, to the Super Bowl. But threatening the young lady for, you know, for the lawsuit, hey, man, you're supposed to be smarter than that. You're an athlete. You're a big-time athlete. You ain't just some, you know, person sitting on the bench. You got to know that you can't just be, you know, pulling that a tallywhacker in front of people and just be acting a fool. You can't do that. You just can't. People are going to come after you for money. So you can't do dumb stuff like that and then be mad when they come after you, you know, to try to get in your pockets or to put you in jail. You just can't do it, man. It's just... We, I don't know what the, if this brother had a relationship with his dad or not. I'd like to think that he did, but if he didn't, that's a problem. Because somebody need to pull this brother, to, his brother pull this brother's coattails and go, look, man, you are doing the most you need to go sit down somewhere and rethink, you know, your, your choices. Jay, what you think? It's unfortunate. What went on with Antonio
2: Brown? Um, like I said, the whole thing with the Steelers, just going back to he felt as if the Steelers was giving a uh, big band, you know, special treatments and everything uh, compared to the other players. And, you know, I feel like when they traded him to the Raiders, that was their way of saying, F you, Antonio, we're going to send you to to death. You know, the, the, the old saying, you know, in the 90s was, if you get sent to the Oakland Raiders, then you're going there to die. To die. And so he got a contract. So I thought he was, you know, happy with the contract and everything, everything uh, being with the Raiders. But, you know, the helmet situation, the incident with, uh, with Mike Mayock, where he called him a cracker, the whole recording the incident with John Gruden and then putting it into co- a, comp- a commercial, that just made it worse. And I think the Patriots, they didn't know all of this that stuff that come out until that Sports Illustrated article came out. And that pretty much just laid out Antonio Brown. Like, you guys said what he said, but, you know, the incident with his doctor, and then he's setting up all of these agreements with other people and not paying them. You know, so to me, it's just a situation where it's just a, 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 a. I've seen people, you know, they go out and they're kind of like, you know, he's getting blackballed by the NFL. How's he getting blackballed? He got two sexual assault cases against him. You know, he he owes all of this money to to different to different people, and we're supposed to feel sorry for him. I mean. Hands down, Antonio Brown is probably the best wide receiver in the NFL, but this behavior right here is unacceptable. I wouldn't want him to be on my team.
0: Yeah, this ain't no Kaepernick situation. This is just – this is a totally different ball game. Yeah. So, he yeah, he's not being blackballed. Hey, so here's an argument I heard earlier today on the show. Um, a lot of people are saying, could this potentially be the result of CTE? Like, are we seeing – an athlete who, uh, and, and they're, they're pulling up footage of times he didn't got his bell rocked, Uh, and he's actually been knocked out on his feet once uh, a couple of years ago. So people are thinking it like, is this the result of him playing a violent sport? And he, we're just seeing it where in the past, you know, we've always heard about this happening to players once they quit playing. Um, but now we're seeing it like live in person someone who's just lost their mind, you know, who's kind of just out there because this is just the early stages of it. So what do you guys think about that? You think it's just an excuse or a possibility?
1: Hard to say, man, hard to say without any, any clear cut facts, you know, I mean, all we're seeing is the behavior. Um, But the thing is though, his behavior is pretty calculated, you know? I mean, yeah, it's, it seems on, on the surface, pretty crazy. But everything he's doing has been pretty calculated, so it's kind of hard to say. Well, this is the beginning stages of you know CTE or whatever. I don't know, man. I just think this brother just he just makes bad decisions. You know, um, I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'd have to say, I'd have to hear some more facts. You know about you know what he's going through physiologically. But as far as I know, he just he just makes bad decisions. Not everything I, I, is attributed to CTE. Some of it some of it is just you just. Make bad decisions.
2: Yeah, I agree with Raw Dog. Like, we're not doctors, so we can't say if somebody has CTE. Like the this is the wide receiver position is the diva premier diva position in the league. And we've seen the divas over the years from Terrell Owens to Chad Johnson to now Antonio Brown with their acts. You know, it's not we can't. We're not doctors, so we can't diagnose if this is uh, the the stages of CTE. This is just poor management from his his agent and his entourage. For for them, they need to take his cell phone away from him because he went on that rant on Sunday where he was calling out Shannon Sharp, saying, "How is he on TV when he had a sexual assault against him, which was later dropped." And, you know, he didn't do his research. That's why I'm glad he's in school, so maybe he can learn how to research things before saying them. Yes, Big Ben has done what he's done, and yes, Robert Kraft has done what he's done, but this is you wouldn't have said that if they didn't cut you.
0: Right. You right. wouldn't
2: have said that. You, your mouth would have still been shut, and you would have been like, I'm still catching touchdowns. I'm happy to be a part of the organization. In fact, you thank the owner after you was cut. Thank you, the Patriots, for the opportunity. And now, all of a sudden, you 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 dropping bombs on them now, allegedly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like you said, it perfect, man. We all we all knew these things ahead of time. And me and Raw Dog was saying this earlier. It's just that the timing of you stepping up and finally wanting to say something is is highly suspect, man. Like you can't you can't wait till now and, and think it has credibility. Um, let's let's talk about some actual football real quick, man. Let's talk about. Uh, what's going on with the? Um, let's, let's talk about. Let's do it. Let's knock this out first. Let's just knock this out. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Well, we gotta talk about the Cowboys first. Why well, we can't talk about the Bears? Why well, we can't
1: talk about the Chiefs? Hey, I don't have a problem talking about the Bears. You are the insecure one, man. How are you insecure in your team is three and zero. I've never been insecure that. about myself, brother. You insecure about Brother, now. you're wrong. You're gonna, don't, why, why do you got to talk about the Cowboys? You should be proud to talk about the Cowboys first, man. Go and talk about the Cowboys. Stop whining.
2: All right. Uh, Cowboys uh, defeat the Miami Dolphins 31-6 to improve their record to 3-0. Uh, Dak Prescott threw two touchdowns, both to Amari Cooper, who now has four touchdowns on the season. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had another 100-yard game. Tony Pollard, the rookie running back, also had 100 yards. Uh, The Cowboys, they had two turnovers, and now they are heading to the Superdome to take on the New Orleans Saints, who are 2-1. It is a Sunday night game. I'm looking forward to it. I think the Cowboys, if they can control the clock and get the ball to Zeke and just continue to run that clock and convert those third downs, and they will beat the New Orleans Saints again.
0: Yeah. Um, do you feel, Jade that – because here's the big thing. Everyone has said that despite, you know, Dak having good stats um, and everything that's going on, people are pointing to strength of schedule. You know, like they're pointing and saying that the Cowboys haven't been challenged yet, and they still won't be challenged because of the absence of Drew Brees. So when do you think that – do you think that's true, and then when do you think the Cowboys will actually get a challenge if they that is if you indeed think that's true.
2: The Cowboys right now for the remainder of the season have the toughest schedule in the NFL. The remaining schedule that the teams that they play have a a record of six ninety five overall.
0: When do you think they they get the challenge?
2: They play the Saints this week. That's going to be a tough game on the road. You think? Because even, yeah, and then they have the Packers at home the week after that, who are also undefeated.
1: Totally, totally disagree with that. Totally disagree with that. Without Drew Brees, the Saints are two pegs away from who they actually are. So, so they
2: went on the road to Seattle and beat Seattle in their home with a
1: backup quarterback who hasn't played. Any team team can beat. Listen, any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. That doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean anything that they beat Seattle. Seattle, maybe the Seahawks had a bad day. Didn't Seattle but, lose last week? But, 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 I don't know, I'm not even sure. But I'll tell you what, the the Saints now, against how the Cowboys are now, no. That, Cowboys, gonna, Cowboys are going to beat the Saints without Drew Brees. Period. With Drew Brees, that's a tough game. Without him, we're a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean,
1: that's that's just that's just, the, that's just the
0: way it is. I think there is an element of surprise that could pop in with uh Teddy Bridgewater. Like he he's a pro and I and I understand he's been injured, but he was still a pro. You know, he was still a starter and he could surprise the Cowboys. Like that offense is still still in decent hands. So he could have a breakout game. So this could be a trap game for the Cowboys, too. Um,
2: I don't think the the Cowboys are looking past this game because the Saints still have Alvin Kamara, who's a top-five running back. They still have Michael Thomas, who is a top-three wide receiver. They still have these offensive weapons. And, in fact, both of those players both scored touchdowns last week against Seattle defense that's probably one of the top-ten defenses in the league. I'm not putting anything past the Saints, even though they don't have Drew Brees. I feel like it's going to be a good game. I still think the Cowboys will win, but the Saints are not going to lay down and play dead in this game.
1: Hey, no, but I'm not saying they're going to play dead. I'm just saying and you're not playing the same caliber team, period, because that quarterback, Drew Brees, is integral to the Saints' success, Right. period. He is. He is him. Drew Brees and the Saints go hand in hand. You know, so it's it's not the same team. It It is slightly, if not more than slightly different. I'm not, no, no aspers against this Bridgewater. He is a capable quarterback, but he's, but he's not Drew Brees. You know what I mean? He, uh, if, if, if the Dallas shut down the run and shuts down Camara, and Teddy Bridgewater is only going to keep throwing five to 10 yard passes, uh, that could be a problem, and I don't care how good of a wide receiver you got. If the quarterback can't get the ball to him, that's a problem. Drew Brees can get the ball to his to his wide receivers, you know. So it's just it's different, and you have to at least admit that it is different. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game, but it surely ain't going to be as hard as it would be. if, if Drew Brees was uh, at, at the quarterback position
0: period all right so Jay let me ask you this question about the NFC we've got the Packers who are undefeated at 3-0 and we got the 49ers which is you know a little bit of a surprise we got the Rams also at 3-0 and and we have the Cowboys at 3-0 and in the NFC right now of those 3-0 and teams who is the most legitimate contender
2: I mean, you have to go with the Rams. I mean, the Rams, they represent the NFC in the Super Bowl last year. The one mystery that I have with the Rams is is Todd Gurley. Ever since the New Orleans games, the New Orleans game, he's been kind of like on load management. He's not getting the same carries that he had earlier in the season. Like right now, I think he had maybe 13 carries in the last game against the Browns for like 48 yards. And I think he only has one touchdown in the season. So I don't know. I feel like it's something going on, an injury that they're not disclosing. You know, they right. he, they made him he was the highest paid running back until Ezekiel Elliott got his contract. So it's making me think something is wrong with him. Right. But
0: yeah, no, they're but,
2: still the favorites to win. Yeah, Win out of the NFC
0: East. So NFC in so general, with the over here in the AFC, we got the Patriots, the Bills, and the Chiefs undefeated at three and zero. Who's legit?
2: Uh. I'll say the Patriots and the Chiefs are both legit. The Bills, they got a scrappy quarterback. You know, uh, Josh Allen, you know, I, I I wasn't a fan of his because I was mad that Tyron Taylor lost the job and they drafted Josh Allen uh, last year. But he shows a lot of spunk. I mean, he showed them that in that first game against the Jets when he brought them back from a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter and he led them to that victory. And they won all three of their games. You know, he's he, – He's not a flashy quarterback. He, he's like a Trent Delford, but he also – he'll give you those tough yards like a Marcus Mariota or a Dak Prescott. If it's a third and six, he's going to put his body on the line to get those six yards for your team. And Buffalo's defense is legit, but they're going to be tested this week because New England is coming to Buffalo, and both teams are 3-0. and So that should be a great matchup. But Kansas City, I mean, that's your team, Drew. I mean, well, they, but- got, they got a track team out there, yeah. even without Tyreek Hill. They got a track team out there.
0: Yeah, so let's keep it real, man. Let, let's keep it real. Let's let's go. Who who's who do you think right now is a real contender out of Cowboys and Chiefs? Both teams. Both teams played hard. That's no,
2: no, no bo- Both teams are both contenders. I mean, you got to put it like this. Yeah. The Chiefs were in the AFC Championship last year. They are d Ford outside penalty. Sorry, Drew. From yeah. being in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Yeah, they're right. They they, they lost uh, Tariq Tyreek Hill and what's my guy? McCole Hart Hardman. Yeah. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. And then Robinson. And then they got every Williams in the league in that backfield.
0: Yeah. Yep. And and McCoy. And Shady. So it's like And
2: Shady McCoy. That was a that was a, a added bonus.
0: Yeah. It, they seem to be more of a legit threat, and that defense is sneaky good. It's a lot better than people think on paper. It does – you know, It they they give up a few plays. If you are playing dramatic and you go big, you know, but I'll I put to you like this. When I look at the strength of, of who they've played, I am kind, I am very proud at the Chiefs' schedule. I don't feel like you could say that any of their opponents were just you – know, the Raiders, the, if it wasn't for the rivalry tradition – Cause you gotta watch between the between the lines when you watch a Raiders Chiefs game. Cause you never it doesn't matter if we up by forty points. We know the Raiders wanna beat us and it's a chance they can come back. And it's small victories that the Raiders always grab. And so I'm glad we withheld the Raiders. What was impressive about the Raiders victory was, and some people say it was the least impressive thing, is the factor that we came in on the second half, scored all of our points in the second half and didn't do any – I mean, in the second quarter and did nothing else. First quarter, third, fourth quarter, didn't score at all, but nor did they. And so that that was kind of impressive to me. It showed me that the defense can hold off because the uh, Raiders lightweight has some talent on their offense, man. They, they just – to be honest with you, I think when I look at the scope of the NFL, you know how legacy families, it starts to wear out and people start to figure some things out. Like the Harbo bro, uh, brothers. And now we're starting to see that maybe the Grudens ain't who we think they are. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't, yeah, I think people are like outside of being really good quarterback coaches back in the day, maybe they really just ain't, ain't, ain't that? Because according to the other night, according to what we saw on Monday night, Raw Dog, like, what do you think? Is it the Bears just that good, or is it that the Redskins are just that trash?
1: Uh, Redskins are trash. I mean, no doubt. That was a pretty easy game for the Bears. The Bears have are potentially good. It all it all rests in the hands of Trubisky, man. I, I when I watched the uh, you know the the season opener with the Packers and the Bears, you know Trubisky just looked. Just lackluster. Just looked horrible, and he looked like he was second guessing himself. And I'm not sure why. You know, this is but his, what, what, his second is his second year with the team, or second or third year. I think it's a second. I mean, he he third, played third with this team before. And they got third year, and he's played with this team before. So I don't know if it was jitters. I don't know if it was rust. I'm not sure what happened when they only were able to score three points. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Now the the defense, the Bears' defense have always been good. You know, we're we're a good defensive team. It's just, you know, the last couple of games, you put up some points. But, once again, it was up against the Redskins and against the Broncos, and we only won by two. So I'm not really sure. I'm kind of, you know, I haven't – I I don't see that same team from last year where they were, you know, obviously good and aggressive. I'm waiting for that to kick in. I'm I'm hoping that it's just rust because a lot of these guys didn't play in the preseason games, you know. And maybe just gonna take them a little bit of time before they bring back that swagger. But Mitch has got to do something, man. He's, 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 you know, he looks better than the last couple of games. He did the first game, but I'm, I'm waiting for them to play somebody, you know, really, really that's really gonna test them. And they play the Vikings next. Not that concerned about them. They play the Raiders after that. But then they play the Saints in October on the October 20th, and that's when their season really gets interesting. Because after that, they play the Chargers. You know what I mean? They play the Eagles. They play the Rams. So, it's a wait and see type of deal. You know, I'm not. Mitch is making me nervous. He's making me real, real nervous. But that defense looks really good.
0: Yeah, I think that's what everyone. (laughs) Everyone was like, "Yo, if it wasn't for the Redskins sucking, people would be on Mitch's head." Like after Monday night, because they were like, he didn't really play that well. But I think that's just a system thing, man. Like we know he had a strong arm. We know he's a decent quarterback. So. It's crazy when you have a team with that type of potential. Depending on how that defense, how things pan out in Green Bay and and how you guys uh, make it through the division, to be honest with you, you don't need Mitch to win a game. You just need him to go out and do what. What was the dude over in Baltimore? He didn't win the Super Bowl for him, but he didn't lose it. Like, you just, yeah, that's, uh, that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah
1: just to, to manage the game. You yeah. know what I mean, and not make any costly mistakes. But we we gotta score though. We can't yeah. we can't <laughs> we can't score a field goal of whole game. That's just you just can't do it. So we play the Packers again, obviously, and I'm hoping that they'll look a lot better because that'll be later on in the season. You know, yeah. so we'll see, man. It's a wait and see right now. They're making me a little nervous.
0: Yeah. Well, man, like when it comes to the NFL, man, Jay, is there anything else? Like we got a a lot of young quarterbacks out there. Um, Daniel Jones replaced Eli Manning about time um, and did decent, you know. And so we seeing uh, Cam Newton had to hit the bench because of injury and his backup is doing good. They are making a big deal down in Jacksonville because this cat that got the porn stash down in Jacksonville, Um, they are excited about him. (laughs) People showing up to the games with the fake porn stash on. It's it's uh, it's it's a it's it's an exciting time, I guess, in Jacksonville. I don't know, but I wish
1: I wish Cam would stop with the yes. uh, uh, I'm just (laughs) I'm just over it, dude. I'm over it.
0: Just come out in a gown. Just come out in a gown in a movie. Yeah, man. That's it. Just come out dressed like Big Mama and just officially just do it. But don't stop hitting yeah. at it. Like, it's always... Yeah. It's not high fashion to me. And I, I can't... I can't judge the man. Like, I wear it. Dude, I... I'm I, judging. I dress like I'm a 12-year-old. Brother, old. you weird. <laughs> Brother, you weird. That's what the problem. Brother, Brother you, you weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, for years... We love Russell Westbrook and wouldn't criticize him on the depth that we should have because we were fans. That was our homerism, just kind of kicking in. But like,
1: there were some things though that
0: was kind of like, oh man, was, what's yeah. happening? Bro. Westbrook, you wrong, yeah. So It was. <laughs> I think that, yeah, but like, I wonder now if Westbrook is coming through the tunnel like he has been, and now he's not ours. I wonder, like, how are we going to feel about it? And, 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 hey, man, see, listen, I ever since I've been going to therapy, I believe in, like, preparing ourselves mentally for stuff, right? So I'm I'm really trying to impress upon you, brothers, to get ready for this idea that the Thunder is going to suck and Russell Westbrook plays for another team. Now, here's the hard part for me, y'all. Chris Paul is our point guard. Chris Paul for, for how long though? It do still. Miami.
1: Miami's looking for him. They they they're, they they're thinking they might do something with the Thunder. So who knows? Yeah, Chris Paul is being our point guard. Yeah, that that, that makes absolutely no sense, man. It, it, no sense. It's kind of like when different folks went from NBC to ABC, and the show just wasn't the same. It was just Fel- weird. Family Matters you went know I mean? from ABC to CBS.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Wasn't that weird? That was yeah. that was weird.
0: Yeah, show. It's the
1: same thing. Yeah. Chris Paul be, being with us is kind of like, uh, what, what? It's like the last season of, of Fresh Prince and Martin.
0: It's the last season of Living Single. Yeah, it, every the last season of see, the last the last season of, of every,
1: Empire and Power.
0: Any black show.
1: Went, <laughs> hey man, that last season of Living Single. Who decided to bring the light skinned dude in like that? Who? What? Scoot- what, Mel, what Mel Jackson. Mel Jackson. The dude
2: that <sighs> McCarthy Pfeiffer beat up in Soul Food.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and his name was Trip. I don't know, brother's name, Trip. Come on, man. Just... Skip, Trip. <sighs>
2: Chip. I don't know anybody who got uh, the name in the if.
1: No, no,
0: that's no. <laughs> yeah. crazy, man. Nah, yeah, so it, it that that's it, man. That's it in a nutshell. It, it's sort of like to me, we're gonna have to get used to the fact that this is gonna be this surreal, like just this so odd thing. And then here's the other thing that made me mad I was on Twitter this morning and I didn't realize that Anthony Davis, I'm, I'm not Anthony Davis, Antonio uh Daniels switched to the New Orleans Pelicans, right? So even our so play switched? Yeah, so even our play by play people were leaving. And I'm like, if they if they wow. got rid, if they got rid of Michael Cage, see, man, y'all don't understand from my angle, that's all I got. Like out here, all I yeah. got is you know what I'm saying? Like when they got rid of Nancy Lieberman, I was upset. But then they brought in Antonio Daniels and he knows his stuff. But then now he's gone. Like, who y'all gonna... Man, They, I, I got a feeling it's gonna be somebody trash. And I, that's all I got. I can't go to a Thunder game. <laughs> and you think I'm going to... You think I'm going to a Thunder game when they come here? In Portland? In Portland? Nah, because you don't want to do that. Because I already hear these clowns here saying, well, you know we ended y'all whole franchise. And it's like... Ugh. Okay, whatever. I just gotta take it. No, for real, they're saying that dude all the time. Like anytime, oh, I see you got a thunder sticker on your on your on on your car and then they do the little bye bye symbol that that yeah, I, I get straight up abused out here, man. And I'll be wanting to use like words like Antonio Brown did sometime, but I'll be like, all right, "I I got to keep it cool." And <laughs> keep-
1: y'all you know in our franchise, we still got a team. Just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah. they may be trash, but they're still
0: are. So And we don't even you know, know if they, gonna be they... Tra- we don't know if they're gonna be trash. They might be middle of the road decent for all we know. Because the truth of the matter is <laughs> people don't want to hear this, but if this team was to stay together, it's not a tanking team. Like this is not one of those teams. Like you still got a solid center, a back a solid backup center, a so- better power. You know, you got decent power forward. You got decent pieces around you know, Schroeder's still good. You know, Chris Paul's good. Uh the get you know, uh kid What did you just say? He's good for did you
1: think Chris Paul was good?
2: Hey man. He's he's good he's good for this team. Let's just be honest. He he he's a he's a true point guard, and we're gonna see how this is gonna be the determining the factor if this is gonna be a good thing by how Chris Paul, who's the top five point guard, if he can turn these guys are perennial players, all-stars, like Stephen Adams. His 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 build, he's seven one, two fifty. 250. He should be an all-star. So we can see if Chris Paul can make that happen this year.
1: Man, I love your optimism. I really do. I really admire it.
0: Oh, man, be quiet. <laughs> Brother, you wrong. <laughs> Brother,
1: you wrong. i it like it is, man. Yes. I mean, I'm glad y'all feel like, hey, we, you know, we're gonna be middle of the road. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're we're not. We're gonna be towards the bottom, and that's okay. We've been there before, guys. It's okay. When they first came to Oklahoma City, we sucked. We sucked for like two years. We can handle it. We can handle a, a certain amount of amount of suckage. It's okay, you know. I'm still gonna watch the games. I'm probably going to be frustrated all the time. But, hey, that's what you do when you're a true fan. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan. I know about suffering. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. so y'all just stop all this. Man, we got a chance. No, no, we don't. We don't have a chance. But you know what? We still got a team, you know, and they're going to have to suffer through some, some lean years to get back to, to where, where we want them to be. It happens all the time. All right. Let's think about it. Go to Safe Warriors wasn't always the Go to Safe Warriors, you know? Who were they? They were a slucky team. (laughs) They were a slucky team before they became the Go to Safe Warriors that we know.
0: Yeah. So, all right, man, we out. And speaking of, before we leave, I did want to mention, like, I was looking at, because I was on Twitter this morning looking for stuff to talk about today. I was looking at where Draymond commented on uh, Kevin Durant's brother had a baby. And uh, I love Draymond sometimes, man, for calling people out. He was like, yeah, man, even though you was talking mad stuff about me, you know, I still get joy seeing this picture. And then he corrected him on saying, like, it was the American dream. He was like, no, nah, this is just our dream. But just the idea that, like, Draymond is good to just call people out. I am going to be interested, not this year, but the year the next year, to see if Golden State will still be put together, and will they actually, you know, what will the tension be between KD and uh, and the Golden Girls?
1: I'm not even mad at KD anymore. Now I just, I just kind of um, pity him, really. You know, I, I'll, I'll quote Magic Johnson. I hope he finds happiness somewhere. You know what I mean? Just wherever it is, man. You know what? You need to look within yourself, KD. Find the happiness. And you, and that's one
0: to grow on. All right, so we out, man. Jay, you got some any last things to say?
2: Uh, I'll just uh, continue to support the Barbershop Nine One Eight on all of our so- social platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the website, the dot com. The
1: best sports podcast in the ma- in the nation. Yeah. That's right. We are the best sports and entertainment podcast around this town. Barbershop 918, baby. That's how we do it.
0: All right. We out.
1: Peace.